Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. darkness over me since my true love walked out that door tears I never cried before ribbon of darkness over me clouds gathering over my head they chill the day and hide the sun and shroud the night when day is done Ribbon of darkness over me Rain is falling on the meadow Where once my loving I did lie Now she is gone from the meadow Young as spring Where clouds did bloom And birds did sing Driven in darkness Over me Bill and watch him. He's on Circle Television 
and WSM Radio. And so I kind of watched the show in the morning on uh, on television. He's on Circle TV. So our audience may get Circle. If not, I would encourage you to try to do that. But I was watching it a couple of days ago, and lo and behold, Bill Cody's pick of the week was this song, Ribbon of Darkness oh. by Wally and the Wild West, and he was featuring Bunchgrass, the album. And, Wonderful. Uh, and, yeah, and it was so cool. Yeah. And then he... He kept plugging the album throughout the show, and uh, and I saw Wiley had posted that on Facebook, and he said, "I guess I'll have to quit singing." Nashville never wanted me now, so anyway, it was kind of cute. <laughs> cute. But anyway, beautiful day here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's up in the 60s, and then tomorrow it's going to be dropping back down into the 40s. So that's our Tennessee weather. How are you out in Albuquerque? Well, we're fine. The state has had a variety of storms sweeping in from the West Coast, but um, Albuquerque has stayed uh, just uh, cold but dry. Keeps looking like maybe we could get a little something, but it's a tease. Um, Today we're in the 30s and 40s and just a beautiful, beautiful day. All right. Yeah. Well, weather is, is uh, it kind of rules things. So there's a lot of snow that's been going around and, of course, a lot, a lot of rain. And, uh, right. you know, I guess that's getting us ready for the fire season that will be starting in mm-hmm. a few months. Anyway, mm-hmm. we have a wonderful show today. And we have a guest that we just absolutely love for the Campfire Cafe. And I was talking a little bit before we started the show today. I think... She was with us for the first time when she was 19. Who is our special guest today? You know, I would like to just go in a piece of luggage with her all over the world. <laughs> our, our, special, our special guest is Kristen Harris, and we're eager to get her on. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be catching up with Kristen, and we'll talk a little bit about her touring and what she's been doing this past year. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song by Kristen. It is the title cut from the CD, A Place to Land. And when we come back, we'll be talking with her today on the Campfire Cafe. I suppose, if technology works. And it doesn't seem to be working. Are you hearing anything, Bobby? No, I'm not. I'm hearing your voice just fine. I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not hearing any music. I don't know what's wrong with this thing. Well, let's see if we can play this song. That's old soul. We'll be back in a minute. She likes to live by the coat of the cowboy And she's mesmerized by a simpler time A throwback and back when people used fountain pens Still sat on their porch telling lies And she wants to raise cows just like does. She don't keep up with what is She keeps up with what was Her generation finds her taste 
Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Old Soul, performed by today's featured guest, Kristen Harris, a co-write with Randy Houston from her award-winning album, A Place to Land. Returning guest, Kristen Harris of Burleson, Texas, is a multi-award winning singer, songwriter, and entertainer, known for her Western swing spin on original and classic songs of the Western and rural lifestyle. She is recognized for her powerful voice, swing rhythm guitar chops, songwriting yodeling, and energetic stage presence, as well as the passion and authenticity that she puts into each performance. One Western Swing enthusiast fan described her live performance this way, She's like a stick of dynamite full of passion and she explodes when she hits that stage. Uh, so true. 2022 was a banner year for Kristen. I enjoyed her Facebook post dated New Year's Eve Day, December 31st. Another year to look back on, and what a blessed year it was. Musically, there were so many highlights. Featured in Western Horseman Magazine as one of top 
one of 10 women who make it cool to be cowgirl, and she shared so much more. Please welcome back to Campfire Cafe, a woman eager to share her love of music, cows, dogs, horses, and her face with audiences near and far, always with a smile, a sparkle in her eyes, and joy in her heart. Welcome, Kristen Harris. Bobby Bell, I can't get Kristen on the line. Oh, no. So, <laughs> oh, hold on. I tell you what, we're going to, I'm going to go back and see if we can play a place to land again and see if we can get okay. this straightened out. And, All uh, right. you know, I couldn't get on a minute ago. Now I'm on and we'll see if we can get her back on in just a minute. Okay. But let's listen to a place to land, Kristen Harris. And this is the very challenged Campfire Cafe today. Chris 
Justin Harris, a place to land, and I think birds, maybe birds are causing this interference <laughs> problem. But Kristen is on the line. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> hey, Gary. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can never think of a challenge that's been more interesting than this one has been today. Golly. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And I, I, you know, I guess you couldn't hear me earlier, but I did get to hear Bobby's wonderful introduction. Yeah. He has the, the best introductions. Oh, uh, gosh. She does indeed. And I'm glad at least we could get that part in anyway. So that was that was kind of cool. Yeah. I am going to say right now, I am going to leave everybody's mic open for the rest of the show because I'm afraid to close it and do anything except just leave it right where it is. So. We will be open the whole time. I'm not touching nothing. I ain't touching nothing. (laughs) So anyway, anyway, wow. What have you been doing this past year except just touring all over the country? You're about the busiest person I know out there. It's been a whirlwind. Gosh, I can't even remember. No, it's been a a great year, like you said. Traveling a lot, playing music um, all all over the place, and I've had a new little three-and-a-half-year-old colt that I've been training. Um, So I spent a lot of time with him this year. And what else have I been doing? Still have my cows. And, of course, I have a husband now, too. So you do have. (laughs) You do have. You do have. You know, it's really funny because you got married uh, like three days or something after Mary Kane got married. And uh, yeah, does it seem like it's almost it's it's going to be pretty soon? It'll be two and a half years. Does it seem possible? No, it doesn't. It feels like it was last week. I mean, it's just like you know. How about you, Bobby? Because yours has been a little bit more than two and a half years. How long have you and Jim been Uh, married now? It'll be forty-one this May. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) I was Something. 10, you know, when we got married. <laughs> <laughs> Something to look forward to. You guys to. have Something. the sweetest relationship, though. So. Oh, you know, you know, um, I think marrying your best friend, it, there is something to that. And um, he just, yeah, he just treats me like a queen. I, you know, there are days <laughs> I look at him and think, why are you with me? You know, because... <laughs> so much my better half, you know. I don't hold up my 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 end to the deal at all. <laughs> I don't know, I but I like kind I of relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard that Jim does cooking around your house, Bobby. Oh you yeah, know, I know his Jeez. chili oh, is yeah. supposed to be something, but uh... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well so you know, Aram travel looking... you? No, go ahead. Does Aram travel you, with you? Um, as often as he can. I mean, he. He works too, so sometimes our schedules go two different directions. But yeah, whenever whenever he's free, he comes with me. Well, that's got to be nice. You doing that? And, yeah, it, uh, is. it is. Yeah, I, I know that I don't always get to go with Mary Kay when she's off touring somewhere and, and doing things because I've got yeah. things that I'm doing back here. But uh, but it's kind of yeah. nice when you have the time to do that, you know. It, really, it is. It's really. it's it's twice as fun getting to experience new places and things when you 
got someone to experience it with you. Well, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool if you've got somebody that's in the same industry as you are, too, you know, because... Yes, it, it helps a yeah. lot because <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets it. it. All the, he gets the crazy it. travel and everything, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the travel in just a minute when we come back, but you were talking about cows just a minute ago. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah. that three-and-a-half-year-old colt that you've got that you're working with... I am going to attempt to play cows around, and let's see how that goes. We'll come back and talk more with Kristen Harris today on the Campfire Cafe, if we're lucky. And maybe we're not. Oh. This is just unbelievable. Um, All right, I'm going to try this one. Yeah, let's let's try this one. Yeah, wildfire, a little wildfire. We we'll come back out the round. All right, we'll be back.
Wildfire. Kristen Harris with Haley Sandos, I believe, on fiddle from her award-winning album, A Place to Land. Kristen, I want to talk about this song for just a moment. First, I'm going to be sure you're still with us. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great. You know, it's such a powerful song, and I remember when this album uh, crossed my desk and I just, you know, looked at what I would be listening mm-hmm. to, and I thought, Wildfire. Wow, has anybody, since Michael Martin Murphy penned it and, and, and put it out there, has anybody else ever recorded it? And, and perhaps they have, but not in my music library. You're, you're the only other name that comes up when I search it. And wow. I thought, that's, yeah, and I thought, wow, what a bold, what a, to take that, you know, really classic, you know, song and yeah. then you just make it so totally your own uh, Duncan Warwick who writes for Country Music People magazine he even said he wrote a glowing review of this album and near the end of it he yeah. says I wonder if Wildfire might hint at a future direction it's more modern edgy in a slightly more Bobby Gentry kind of way but still utterly fantastic and I thought Wow, what an interesting, you know, Bobby Gentry. What an what an interesting <laughs> comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell us it a little bit about. A um, from... Yeah. So would you just take a moment and tell us a little bit about how this song um, sort of came into your life, and um, maybe a little bit about how you decided to 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 do it for this album. Yeah. Um, well course Michael Martin Murphy he was one of the first when I first way back when I was 14 started singing and playing guitar and getting into western music and involved with the Cowtown Opry in Fort Worth um, Michael Martin Murphy happened to be uh, part of their fundraising gala that year he was just one of the first uh, western artists that I became aware of um, and so he's been kind of woven throughout my entire career in small ways. I've sang at his Christmas ball, and he mm-hmm. a few years ago had me out to his American West Fest in Red River, and uh, just you know cross paths with him um, every so often. And, of course, I've always loved horses as well, and it's a song about a horse. And it is just a really powerful song, and I, I love that, like you said, it really hasn't been done a lot for as popular of a song as it is. You know, all I knew of was Murph's own version. And mm-hmm. uh, so especially had not heard it done by a female artist. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually, I guess, uh, during the time when I was preparing songs for uh, American Idol in 2018, huh. um, and I was looking for songs that kind of, you know, stretched my vocal range a little bit more or were, um, you know, could just be something new for me. And I, I wound up learning that song and never did get to do it on American Idol, but I, I I just enjoyed singing it so much. I stuck with it and started doing it in live shows. And I just, the response has always been overwhelming, the people that love that song. And mm-hmm. so it just seemed natural to record it. 
and and it's always I think fun to you know give your audience something different and change it up and keep things fresh. Mhm, mhm. You've passed, you've uh, crossed paths, of course, over all these years in entertaining at so many major festivals as well um, with folks like Michael Martin Murphy. Red Stiegel and Don Edwards comes to mind. Of course, um, yes. you know, we know that we lost him in October, and you wrote a, a lovely tribute to him on your Facebook page on October 24th. Um, mm-hmm. And then I found this wonderful quote of his that I'd like to share. Don Edwards said this about you. Kristen Harris is one of the leading forces of the younger generation keeping the Western music tradition alive. She is a great songwriter, singer, and an accomplished musician, a real treasure. Words um, from Don Edwards that are true. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Those those are a treasure to have those words from Don. Um, He was a treasure, and he, he is definitely missed. He yeah. is missed. Yeah. He is missed. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to try to go back and see if it works. But Corblon <laughs> did this song, Cows <laughs> Around. I love the song. I love your version. Yeah. Now cross your fingers and let's see if this thing works. And uh, if it does, we'll come back and talk more with Kristen Harris today on the Campfire Cafe. <laughs> me bestow this western blessing share what i have found may you always have cows around what else you gonna spend that extra money on what else is gonna get you up hours before dawn what else is gonna keep you toiling on and on and on may you always have cows around got too much time on your hands, not nearly enough complications in your plans. You need to invite all of the frustration that you can. May you always have cows around. Everything is better with some cows around. Living in town sometimes brings me down. Let me bestow this western blessing. Leave you No fence or buy no barbed wire Nor have some neighbors mainly full free the heifers that you prize May you always have cows around Yeah, everything is better with some cows around Living in town sometimes brings me down And although this western blessing leaves you Cattle bound, may you Oh, 
should we be nervous about Kristen trick writing or should we say go girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really believe that because trick riding is always done on a well-trained horse that knows the pattern that, you know, has been trained as a trick riding horse because you're not really holding the reins for most of the tricks. And you're, you know, in an arena on soft dirt, you're practicing this stuff at a walk and a trot and a lope before you do it at full speed. So you're building up your muscles. And I've really never gotten, I I mean, I think I fell once and I wasn't going full speed, but I've really never gotten seriously hurt trick riding whereas I've gotten a lot more hurt riding young colts that decide they're going to have a bucking fit or something and I'm out in the middle of the pasture or around some rocks or something (laughs) yeah you know that's a lot more unpredictable really but yeah okay so we don't we don't need to be concerned when we see those pictures Exactly. It looks scarier than it really is. Than it really is. All right, let's get off the subject of trick riding a little bit, and let's talk about touring. So, so where are you headed this year? And I think that I saw something about you're headed back to France again, or maybe you told me that. Yes, um, I'm going to be in France in September. I have one big festival that's bringing me over there, and it's looking like a couple other um, shows are, are going to materialize, too. So probably wind up being over there for a few weeks touring around. And, um, yeah, this spring I'll be busy kind of going all over the U.S. And, and the fall, really, too, is starting to get busy. Those are my two busiest seasons. But I love it. Are you headed back east? Are you going to be back around the Nashville area? I wish I was. I don't have anything coming that way as of right now, but I'd sure like to get back that way. Maybe, you know, things are still still being booked for this year, so you never know. All right. All right. Well, we'd like to see you back this way somewhere close. So that's kind of fun well, to do thank that. You. I'm sure that you could do yeah. something with the time jumpers again and uh, and yeah. maybe with the, with the other folks that are back here would love to see you back. But, uh, anyway, oh, that European, the, those European tours are just kind of special, aren't they? Gra- crowds are different they there than they are. are back here? How are they different? Say again? Oh. Um, yeah. Well, it's I mean, it's a thrill. For one thing, their festivals over there are really big. I mean, music festivals are a big thing in Europe. And so I wasn't used to playing in front of thousands of people at a time until I went over there. Um, And they are just totally fascinated with the cowboy culture, music, Texas, all of that. And so, I mean, they showed up. The first concert I did over there, I mean, they all showed up in cowboy hats, and most of them could not speak any English or barely any English. They were just, I mean, having the time of their life and lined up. You know, I was signing autographs for 45 minutes after the show and just 
Um, yeah, they're they're just so enthusiastic about it. So it's really, a, really a lot of fun playing for them. Uh, even if you know they they really don't know what you're singing about, I guess, or maybe they do a little bit. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. So do do you select different type of songs when you're, uh, say, for example, in France than you do here in the United States? Do you do cover stuff that they might know more cover things? Um. Yes and no. Uh, maybe slightly different, but I still do a lot of my regular material. The only difference would be that. You know, I'm not really telling a bunch of stories behind the songs because right. I can't speak French. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So songs that really require a backstory or, you know, that that's a part of stuff I would do at shows here, I don't do that. I've always had a band backing me up over there, so I like to do songs that are fun with a whole band. Um, but I, I've done a lot of my original stuff and all the Western and Western swing stuff that I normally do. Um, so I really, I haven't done a whole lot that they're just, you know, familiar with. They just, they just like the sound of it. Even if they don't know the song. I got you. I got, well, you made some pretty good friends over there that, that performed with you uh, as well. So are any of those folks going to be playing with you again when you travel back over there? Yes. Yes, I'll have the same band that I've gotten to play with every time I've been over there, which is really fun because I haven't seen them in several years. And so we'll get to be back together and play music. I mean, we just had a blast playing music all together. And one of the times I went over there, we did a whole tour together. And, you know, when you're crammed in a car traveling all over uh, France, with a bunch of other musicians, you know, you, you bond and right. uh, we had some really fun times. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I remember somebody made you a cowboy hat while you were there, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Um, Julia Tacchino, that was actually um, when I was in Italy and she's still, I mean, we keep in touch, and I see her pretty frequently because she comes to Texas now every so often um, because she's, since I met her, um, has brought her hat business to the U.S. Oh, wow. She's been doing really well with it. So she's gotten her hats in stores here and sold them at the NFR and things like that. So it's been kind of fun getting to watch her success with that, and then we run into each other at different events you know, in this country or in Europe. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You know, it really is a small world, isn't it, as far as music and horses go? It really is small. It really is. It really is. Yeah. It's the best Speaking people. of horses, this is not quite a horse, but they're kind of a horse. They're part horse. <laughs> and and I'm going to try this. Now, I don't know if it's going to work, but let's see. let's see if... I can play the mule song and come back and talk more with Kristen Harris today on the campfire. Cafe. And it's not working. What do you know about that? Mm-hmm. Bobby Bell, what have you got on your mind that you'd like to talk to this young lady about? <laughs> well, we, 
when we were playing Cows Around, I was reminded that you won a very important award with that song, the 2022 International Red Carpet Awards Female Country Cover Song of the Year. That's, yes. Yeah. So was there an award ceremony? Was that a special a special evening when you were awarded that? Was it a surprise? Did you know it was coming? I did not know it was coming. I was uh, totally taken by surprise. And they normally do have an award ceremony. Um, I think they'll be having one this coming year. But they were still kind of in shutdown mode COVID. And so they didn't have an actual physical ceremony that this past year, unfortunately. But I, it, it would have been a good excuse to go to Holland, but I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have, I don't think I found out in time to have made the travel plans anyway, so. So that's where that space yeah, is international, a, so that's what, okay. Yeah, that's very yeah, fun. It's, it's, they're based in the Netherlands, so that, that's pretty and then, cool. And I think you won, was this the first time for the CMA, Country Music Association of Texas? Uh, Cowboy yes. Western Entertainer of the Year. Was that a first time, Kristen? It was, yeah. That was another really exciting thing. I had no idea that was coming, um, but really cool because they, I mean, it's cool that they have a, a category for that and um, got to go to that ceremony and accept the award in October and Meet a lot of artists I'd never met before, so yeah, mm-hmm. that was very mm-hmm. cool. And then another fun thing it looks like you did was you were in an award-winning documentary, The Birth and History of Western Swing. Yes. Wow, I've been so impressed with this documentary. Um, it's actually been winning awards at film festivals all over the place as far as I've seen, and I'm just barely in it, talking about some of the early uh, female yodelers that sang with Bob Wills and some of the other Western swing bands. But it's just a really, really well done um, historical documentary about Western swing. And so I think it may be coming out on PBS at some point. If you get a chance to see it, I would really recommend it. It's just really, really good. Wow. Okay. Okay. Gary, do you want to try to play another? Uh, I'm. I'm going to try to... this. You. You would not believe what's going on uh, behind the scenes here as we're trying to do something with this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're not we getting anywhere. Well, I'm yeah. trying. I'm telling you. But uh, so I, I'm going to do it this way. I had tried the mule song. It's not working again. But it seems like every other song is working. So here's one. Mm-hmm. You did this with um, Chris and, and Jan Harris here in Nashville. It's one mm-hmm. called Wandering Star. How did oh, you get hooked yeah. up with Chris? Um, that was I was singing at a festival out in California, and um, a guy named Steve Thomas was in the audience, and um, he was connected with Chris, and they had kind of come up with a record label, Horsefly Music, and had um, produced Michael Martin Murphy's um, latest album. And 
he just decided he he liked my voice and wanted to have Chris record me doing a couple songs and so that was I mean that was just so cool I got to fly out to Nashville and record in Nashville for the first time and Chris is just an amazing producer and he was the one that suggested doing Wandering Star which is another really cool you know, mm-hmm. song that you don't hear a female artist covering. So right. this was a lot of fun. Well, if we're lucky, we're going to hear a female artist covering it right now. It's Wandering Star with Kristen Harris. <laughs> Harris, 
You're listening to Equestrian Legacy Radio's Campfire Cafe heard around the world at equestrianlegacy.net on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. And I know people are just listening around the world to see what kind of screw-up is going to happen next on today's show. <laughs> it's live radio. It is live radio. So, you know, live. I don't know what... I don't know what's been going on today, but uh, Kristen Harris has always been a great guest, and since she was 19 years old, and now she's almost 40. No, not 40. Not, <laughs> not, anywhere, near. not anywhere near. But gosh, it has been so much fun having you on the show again today, and uh, you know, I, I was talking about it earlier. It's just fun to have you on the show for so many years. And see how you have oh, grown and too. just have become such a phenomenal performer and uh, so many Thanks, awards. And, and man, you just make us proud. I'm telling you, girl, make us proud. <laughs> Thank you so well, much. Tell, uh, well, you're welcome. You're welcome. So tell everybody how they can find your website and, and follow you on social and follow your tour schedule and come out and see you live and in person because one thing i've told people that if if this girl can't move her feet i don't know if she can sing or not but oh, put on i show. know you have to see her live you have to see her live <laughs> well you can find uh my website which has my whole tour schedule kristenharris.com and that's k-r-i-s-t-y-n um, KristenHarris.com and uh, follow me on Facebook, Kristen Harris. I, you know, of course, post about all the places I'm going to be also. And Instagram, I do Instagram too. Yeah, I would love for you to follow me. Follower, and you can actually see some video for, I think, out there, trick riding. And, and I hope that's the last time mm-hmm. we see any of that. Anyway, <laughs> you are all, you are always so much. Fun. No guarantees. All right. Hey, are you still fooling with any <laughs> Mustangs, by the way? Yeah. Uh, Aram and I have our two Mustangs that Velvet is, you know, the first one I adopted. Mm-hmm. And then he's mm-hmm. got a Mustang um, that he rides. And, and then I have my new Colt. He's not a Mustang. We're actually not sure what he is. But, um, yeah, we still have our two Mustangs and, and right. absolutely love them. All right. Well, we've mm-hmm. got the big Mustang magic going on in Fort Worth right now, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm I actually have tickets to that. I get to go with some friends this weekend. Well, that is so cool. Well, I would have been there, but I had so many other things happening that I didn't make it out there for this time. But uh, come see us in Franklin, Tennessee, for the uh, for the Mustang uh, Magic makeover. We're doing a makeover here in Franklin, Tennessee, in June. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, come out here and see us. Well, we're going to try to play one more song and close things out. I'm going to go back and try to get the fuel song and see if this thing works and uh, and hold our breath. But, Kristen, thanks for being patient, and thank you so much for oh, being with us. And, and to see you somewhere down the road soon, okay? Yes, I hope so. Thank, thank you all for having me, and thank you, Bobby, and... Yeah, Gary, I hope to see you and Mary Kay sometime soon. We look forward to it. 
All right, maybe this is the mule song. We'll see. Kristen Harris. And maybe not. So <laughs> let's That's let's so try this one. Let's we could just do her live, I suppose. Let's try this one and see if this works. There we go. All right, we'll be back in a moment with Kendall America. And Aaron rising up your bow. Turn the soundboard on righty and turn the light way down low. These are hard, hard times and folks are coming head and night. Let it go, let it go. Don't dance all the in 1910. These pine wood planks have seen a whole lot of dancing since then. So put your best boots on and we'll play your song We've been through hard times before, we can do it again Come on down and shake some friends Move a little closer, take it on back Jimmy at the sister, show those cowboys where it's at Give a Texas twirl to that pretty little girl We'll dance till the sun comes up again Our base is thumping This joint is jumping Folks from town and the county All around every walk of life And every station We've got bills to pay But baby, not today This is a Saturday night Salvation So put your best boots on and we'll play a song Cause when your life comes unhinged You can come on down and shake some friends Move a little closer Take it on back Shimmy it to the show those cowboys where it's at Give the Texas twirl To that pretty little girl Hold on honey we'll dance her son Yes. 
of America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. That's Mary Kay Holt. The song is Fringe. And our very special guest today on Saddle of America is Mr. Mark Bolander. Good afternoon, Mark. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, I have been better. We're having some real technical problems today. (laughs) (laughs) I, I saw this. You know what? Technical problems with high tech, it goes hand in hand. You know, it seems like at home we go through more washers and dryers, and they're all these fanciest things you can buy. In the old (laughs) days, they had a ringer washer. It lasted forever. Yeah. You know, I I can relate to that. I had had that happen with – I couldn't even operate this thing. Mary Kay had to operate the washer and the dryer. And uh, so when we had to replace it, I bought the simplest thing I could find working this so, you know, I, anyway, I, can't you even, I can't even figure out which buttons or which things you push on our dishwasher, which is actually uh-huh. a real benefit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, technology. So don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Well, I, I don't know. We're, no, we're, we're going to have to figure we're this doing out. Good. We're doing good out here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we've had an extremely mild winter so far. We've had a skip of snow a couple times. Unlike our neighbors in California, which has been mm-hmm. washed away, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. sad to say, and um, it's it's kind of interesting. But things are we've been very blessed here at the Bolander Horse Park and our construction business. We had a record year last year. I was very kind of nervous what was going to happen for 2023 with the economy, but yeah. everything is broke loose, and now people are. Calling left and right, and I think I'll have another record year, and that's pretty good for being semi-retired. That's pretty good. (laughs) That is pretty good. Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, for our worldwide audience, and Mark has been on the show several times, and and he's always a great guest. But tell us a little bit about uh, International Mountain Trail Association, and tell us about Bolander Horse Park and actually what goes on with both of those organizations? Well, Bollinger Horse Park, uh, we we train horses here, and, you know, COVID really changed the world. It's, it's yeah. amazing, and I'm not going to say it's all bad. Uh, you know, more people are working from home, which that's good for the environment, and I think it's good for a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And. Here on the horse park, we had to revamp. You know, when COVID was going, how do you stay safe? And it's pretty easy. It was pretty easy to meet the six-foot requirements because if you're closer than six foot from someone else on a horse, you're probably in trouble. And you're, you're, you're going to be in trouble. So we revamped and came up with stuff that kept the state of Washington happy, and we opened up, and we ended up having a record number of people coming in because there wasn't a lot else they could do. So we were very fortunate there. But now we're back and the clinics are starting again. The play days are starting again. And I think America is ready for some fun again. And we're, we're seeing that here at the horse park. Uh, But one thing that we started to do was live sessions on Facebook, you know, and I, my wife is always thinking up of crazy deals. And sometimes I roll my eyes, and like most men, I get in trouble for rolling my eyes. But boy, was was that a hit, you know? 
but you want you want your horses to you know be good and make you look good when you're alive. Well, all the horses didn't get the memos because Uh-oh. they they weren't always just good. You know, sometimes they were a little naughty and stuff like that, which is is good for people to see reality. Uh, mm-hmm. But that that has been fun. That's been fun here at Bolander Horse Park and. You know, I've slowed down on how many horses we take in training just because we're we're doing other things and we like our travel and and the the building business has taken some of my time. You know, we're we're building stuff up to four hundred and thirty foot free spans, some sizable buildings and oh, factories wow. and huge airplane hangars and you name it and a lot of horse arenas, a lot of horse barns, because that's what I know so very well and from Kentucky to California, and right now we're loading out next week semis with all the obstacles to make another horse park down in Scottsdale, Arizona for Stacy. So Stacy Stewart. So that's kind of exciting for us, and we're flying the crew down there. We'll be down there for a week, and when we leave, we'll we'll have a mountain trail park, and we did that for Monty Roberts down there in California at Sylvain, and. That's doing yeah. well, and then we did one for uh, Darius back in Vercel, which is next to Lexington, Kentucky, and that was just a stunning park that he ended up with. And all those parks, as you know, we build in six days. Wow. But it's making it really nice that we – it's making it very nice now that we are building the obstacles here in our shop. We put them on a semi and ship them down because labor is such a tight shortage across the nation. Mm. Right, right. And, you know, if if we would have thought it through, we had a labor shortage before COVID, correct? Mm-hmm. Somewhat. Could hire yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then suddenly we decided that during COVID, all the big, big corporations and some little ones and most airlines, they said, Oh my gosh, you know, life has come to an end. Let's offer everyone early retirement. And unbeknownst to them, a whole lot of people said early retirement is for me and (laughs) they love it. And they're not going back. And so now things are booming again and we need help. There's no help. That's true. You know, we, we took a slice out of the workforce with early retirement and they said, life is good. And so now we're stuck with, holy cow, every place we go, you know, they're looking for help. They're looking for for employees that can actually work in the construction industry and, and on the farms. It's the same way. You talk to every farm and to find stall cleaners and find people that uh, can, you know, maintain your yard and stuff like that. And we need about one and a half full-time persons just to maintain the grounds here at Bollinger Horse Park. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it's that way all across the nation. However, the horse industry continues to do well. We see a little bit of softening in some of the prices right now with the economy, and it's the uncertainty, but not that. Nothing like it was in uh, 2008, truthfully, the big crash. Um, I know reining horses right now are at a premium, mountain trail horses that are a premium if you can find one that's well-trained. Um, because people are back to having fun, you know, and that yeah, always yeah. drives everything. It's it's very interesting, Mark. I was watching uh, CBS uh, Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Uh, so they have a CBS Saturday morning show, and so they did a segment 
on the show of the Yellowstone effect. And yeah, that, yeah. Has affected, mm-hmm. that has affected the reigning horse business. And they were the talking about horse. the, yeah, prices that just, they were high anyway, but now they've just really gone up. And uh, it's, it's just amazing the way that things work in cycles, you know. Oh, boy, yeah. In the closing industry, boy, have they been hit. And the big winner of Yellowstone is the hatteries, the people that make the Stetsons and cowboy hats. They can't make mm-hmm. them hardly mm-hmm. fast enough, you know. And, yeah. And that's positive. Yeah. That's, that's positive. Yeah. yeah so I think the last time that good. happened was uh, Urban Cowboy, wasn't it, Bobby, back in the – Prob- like um, prob- yeah, probably. And, yeah. You're, you're, you're dating us now. You're I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, we have sure enjoyed watching Yellowstone. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a wild program. You can't shut off. And what other show can you uh, deep six people and not blink an eye, you know, <laughs> and all the bad people <laughs> – all the bad people go over a cliff where it's never uh, inspected. So why not, you know? And, and, uh, well, so, it's interesting. Oh, it's no. interesting. Oh, no, yeah. But you have, so, do you, are well, you seeing so, more new people? Are you seeing more new people that are kind of moving into the horse business? And uh, and we want to talk a little bit about the mountain trail and what's involved in that. So uh, We have seen let's, a lot of new horse people come in. We've seen a lot of new people coming in. Uh, I don't know whether it's from Yellowstone or uh, during COVID, they they were looking for something new to do. Uh, but we see in our industry, in the Mountain Trail, we see a lot of new people coming in. I would say this year at the shows here at Bullender Horse Park, we saw more people than we'd seen in the last uh, five years. And wow. that's exciting. Yeah. And we're getting calls from overseas. It looks like we will be spending um, part of May in Israel. They're wow. uh, really excited with the mountain trail, and uh, they want some clinics, and then they're going to have a show on May 18th, and we will be judging that and doing some clinics before that. Hopefully, we'll fit a few days in to do a little touring. I'd love to see Jerusalem. We'll fly into Tel Aviv uh, to see Jerusalem and some of the ancient sites that are so uh, important to the Christian world. Right. Um, I'd, I'd love to see actually the Temple Mount. And that's a very hot political issue right now over there. Uh, it may erupt again, so we might not get to see that. But I would, I would love to see that in the Wailing Wall, etc., which is very important mm-hmm. to uh, both the Jewish mm-hmm. people and the Christian people. And so that that'll be interesting. But yeah, there's we've had people from Israel visit here at Bolander Horse Park and excited about the mountain trail. Raphael was over. Uh there there's a lot of good horsemen there in Israel and so we're excited to to make the trip over there and see see how that comes out. Well that should be exciting. So That's describe exciting. describe for the audience out there listening. What is mountain trail? And how do you get involved? Um, Mountain trail is a discipline that's kind of a combination between raining, dressage, and three-day eventing. You need a bold, confident horse, but how well the horse moves isn't really a factor. It's form to function. 
Can the horse perform certain objects? What's ironic, this is a discipline that can bring everyone together, the English, the Western, the Stocksies, the Spanish writers, because in the end, we all want the same thing. We all want something that's safe when we go on a hack or a cool down or a trail ride, whatever you want to call it, depending on what kind of saddle you throw on the horse. It's all the same. You want you want to enjoy the scenery. You don't want to be terrified and scared when you get back to the clubhouse. You know, you're so thankful that you survived. And some people they learn to pray and other people boy, you don't want to hear what they say. And so <laughs> you just and so on this mountain trail, you take the outdoors and you push it into like an acre and a half. All the trail courses we build are very small. They're compact, like an acre and a half, where they have swinging bridges and rolling bridges. I got the idea from rolling bridges out on the Pacific Crest Trail. That's a trail that goes from Canada to Mexico through the Cascades, the Sierras, and I can't remember what the ones down south are called through New Mexico and that area. But some of the bridges aren't all maintained, and they move. And, boy, I've seen some terrible wrecks with horses panic and the people panic because the bridge is moving a little bit and you know it shows a little bit of signs of an iq by the horse and the rider if they're scared uh, because you don't know how but if a horse is trained to deal with something that moves under him then you get in that situation instead of a panic you can get out of it or cross it safely and uh, you're okay and so that's why we have swinging bridges and i actually um Design the swinging bridges the same way I engineer the steel buildings. It's a self-contained loop of energy, and so wow. they hold up and and they they hold up and they do well. And the swinging bridges is probably one of my trademarks. That and the trussel bridge. And I actually got the idea from a trussel bridge for from a real railroad trussel. You know, I'm not a brilliant mm-hmm. person, and I decided, well, I can I can do the same math that they did, and voila, the math worked, and boy, those bridges turn out really strong, and they're high. They scare a lot of people, but you know what? The horses, they learn to boldly cross and safely cross those bridges in the blink of an eye, and that's where the clinics come in. And so the horses, they'll, they'll do a little cantaloping. And yes, I said cantaloping because we don't lope, we don't canter because it's not English or Western. So we just kind of threw it in together. We cantaloped. Okay. Uh, there's on level three, <laughs> they'll they'll be uh, cantaloping circles or cantaloping through water obstacles, and then there's some trotting. But they never trot or cantaloupe over an obstacle. They always uh, walk over uh, a bridge or a swinging bridge, or a teeter-totter, or a balance beam. And yes, there's a lot of balance beams. I got I got that idea from east of the mountains. Washington State is made up of rainforest, normal rainfall, and then desert. Two-thirds of our state is desert. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that. Yeah. We have the mountain range, the Cascade Mountain Range, that uh, prevents much of the moisture from going to the east side of the state where ironically most of our hay products come from. And uh, they have a lot of real narrow walk bridges over some of the canals over there, the irrigation canals and whatnot. And people walk over them. They shouldn't ride horses over them, but I'll be darned if they don't ride horses over them. And sometimes it ends in tragedy, but 
99.99% of the time, horse and rider arrive on the other side just fine. And you, you can't blame them, you know. You think back when we were kids, we were fearless. We knew no fear. We would never die. You know, we had rubber bones. Well, now we don't have rubber bones, and now we have a little fear in our hearts. But <laughs> to uh, offset that, I thought, you know what, why not train a horse to be able to walk over something narrow, like 18 inches yeah. wide? Uh, and so we have done that, and lo and behold, the horses have no problem with it, and the mules absolutely no problem once you convince them that it's really okay. Mules are real, they're easy to train, but they're different to train. They're really, they are, they're smart. Don't ever abuse a mule because he'll wait two or three days and he'll kick you and say, now take that. You know? But if you're, if you're fair for them, they'll just die for you really quick. As a matter of fact, mules get bored. And so you never want to do things more than three times. The fourth time they will leave. They'll say, well, you idiot. I don't know what you want, but I'm out of here. <laughs> so you stop at three. Good or bad, you stop uh, at three. There was a meal over in Italy at a big show, and it'd just leave. And they wanted me to ride it. And I thought, oh, man, this, this could be really bad. But I'd seen this meal, and I thought, you know, this could be a time to shine. So I got on that mule, and sure enough, that thing was incredible. But it had been insulted so long, it was a little bit tired of it. But <laughs> if you would give that horse a little bit of dignity or that meal, he turned out great. And some of the meals that we've had here for training, they get bored. So we started, okay, step up on the balance beam from the side, you know, and do all kinds of stuff in the meals. Um, they like it because then they don't get bored. And so that was that was a lot of fun, and you have to work real hard to stay ahead of the meal, though, I'll tell you that. And uh, but mm. So that was an enjoyable, and I don't know how in the heck I got off on this tangent, but there you go. So at <laughs> Bollinger Horse Park, yes, we're still having, we're still having fun. And so, uh, yeah, gosh. the obstacles, the obstacles definitely will change a horse forever. It's great for cross-training on these dressage horses or rainers or jumpers that have kind of got tired or ring sour, uh, the right. Western pleasure, it, it stimulates their mind. And mm -hmm. it's exciting to see that. And it's, it's positive for the horses. And it's positive for the riders. And just like on the balance beam, the, teaching the horse is really easy. You know, it takes about five, 10 minutes to get them to walk across the balance beam or basically any obstacle. But I put that human on them and boy, they suck up seat cover. Their legs come up and they're scared to death and they look down and meals fall off or the horse falls off the balance beam. So if I can just get those people to relax and just trust their horse, they can be very successful and the horses are bold and they're fun and uh, it's, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm old now and getting social security and paying my Medicare of $326 a month. I, I, I thought it was cheap, but man, they take all kinds of your money and they buy supplemental, but I'm still excited. I'm still excited. Oh, I'm gosh. still having fun. And, and, uh, you know, I just think another day how God says sometimes the older people, they're going to have dreams and visions and, and I think my wife and I were, were just excited to be alive, to be in the horse industry and pass on what knowledge we can and, and what we have obtained over the years. And, you know, we'll be down at the Albany Expo in Oregon here. And gosh, I think it's March. And that, that's exciting. That's exciting to, it's humbling. It's, it's humbling. 
to just be part of the industry where there's so many great horse trainers, uh, great horsemen. You know, I'm just, I look up to so many in the different disciplines, and yet we're humbled that we have a little niche here with the mountain trail, and, and we see horses that learn to go into water, step down into water. We have one uh, step down here that's about a 13-foot drop. Now, you know oh, what? Wow. We've, had, we've had jumpers <laughs> come here that they can jump triple six nines or trump, triple five bars, whatever you want to call it. You know, they're the big time. They, I mean, my hat's off to them. You watch them, and they make it look so easy. They come, they come up to that drop, and they turn white. They freeze up. And I think, how in the heck can you do all those amazing things you can? You come to a little wall that you have to just drop over. I said, this is crazy. And uh, oh, you gosh. get on a horse, you know, and you just tell the people, sit back, close your eyes, and learn to pray, you know, and talk to God in a way that he'll listen and not strike <laughs> you with a lightning, you know. <laughs> I said, it's amazing. And they do that. The horses drop over, and they, you got to see the amazement on their faces. Like, what the world? <laughs> horses really? They can, they can really uh, go down. You look at pictures on the internet, on YouTube, or some of the pictures of the old military training, and yeah. you think that this is extreme yeah. mountains? Let me tell yeah. you, this is nothing. This is nothing. Uh, this is nothing. So it lets you know what is possible. We are just touching light, the tip of the iceberg. I have a photo I often show people. And I think it was taken in Alaska, 1903. And this photo was taken long before people were trying to impress each other on the Internet. And this guy is sitting in the back of a canoe and pushing off, going to work. In the front of the canoe is a horse in full harness with his head down looking at the photography like, this is what we do every day. We're going to work. Oh, my God. In a canoe. Oh, my gosh. And, oh my and the gosh. guy is smoking a pipe, and he's got boots on. So obviously, he's not super concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is what we have lost. That is the horsemanship uh, that we have lost. That's the connection that we have lost. And I saw a video of Vanqueros down in Venezuela on mules, and they were going to work, and there was a semi truck there, and they were tacked up, and each Vanquero walked up to the end of it. And they went on and threw the reins over the mule and kissed and said, and every one of them jumped clear up. And that was over a four-foot jump. And they were jumping up the back of that semi, going to work, just like oh, this wow. is what we do. Yeah. Wow. And so wow. there is wow. so much. You know, we clinicians sometimes get a big head, think that we're so great because we can make a horse walk across the balance beam. Well, let me tell you, I'm not about ready to try to get in a canoe with my horse. <laughs> yeah, let me know when you do that, Mark. I want to see. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Send us a uh, photograph. Is that, no, no. Yeah, is that, is that something that you do on the play dates at the uh, park? I see you have a bunch of play dates coming up. <laughs> 
Yeah, the people the play dates, we've not got out a canoe for them because there's a few people that would be crazy enough to try it. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe I put my pontoon boat down there, but I'm not going to put a canoe down there for some It's amazing what people, when they get motivated and they look at pictures, you know, what they try. What's really fun, though, is the kids, the fearless kids. You know, they, they don't, they, you know, like. They just don't know better I, yet. Yeah. You know, I was laughing at uh, Yellowstone when Kevin Costner got bucked off that horse. And he, he walked over and said, get someone with rubber bones, get on that thing. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and I've been laughing ever since. And these kids, they got rubber bones. They have no fear. And, but you get, you get uh, old and you realize that bones are no longer rubber. And so your horsemanship, I think, improves. Because yeah. you're being yeah. more cautious of yourself, mm-hmm. you also, I think, mm-hmm. be more cautious of your horse. Uh, oh, you're more aware. Say, yeah, you're more aware. Yeah, and yeah. so on the mountain trail, um, the people I think, uh, the older riders, you know, they're amazed what the horse can do, what they can do with the horse, and our job is to keep them safe, to yeah. to keep them safe, and to show them what they can do. And not really what they can do, what the horse can do. Because once you believe in the horse, you can sit up there and you can ride across the balance beam and not even thinking about it. Uh, you can do a 360 on a bridge that's swinging under you. Uh, or the hardest one, I think, is a 360 on the rolling bridge. It's a very different feeling because wow. the bridge can roll 30 inches under you. But once the horses kind of get their sea legs, they don't even think about it. They walk up, walk to the middle of that rolling bridge, do a 360 and walk off. And it's just like no big deal. It's, it's, wow, really, wow, wow. it's really enjoyable to see. And the biggest thing is to making people believe in the horse. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a beautiful facility at Boulder Horse Park. And, uh, and I'm going to encourage our listeners to, uh, Number one, go to YouTube and and uh, search for Bolander Horse Park and Mark Bolander and look at some of the uh, YouTube video that's out there. It's pretty amazing. And, uh, and the mountain trail courses. You know the most exciting thing that's happened to me in the last 12 months, though? No. Is getting appointed to the Mustang Heritage uh, Board. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna, I didn't know whether I'd mention that or not, but welcome on board. So welcome to Mustang yeah. Foundation. So yeah, we're I'm, looking, I'm very, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, we're looking forward to the first meeting. Will be next week with all the new members, and we look forward to having folks meet you and and having you help with the mission that we have in place to have more of America's Mustangs adopted. But. Uh, but anyway, Mark, tell everybody where they can find Bolander Horse Park on social media and a website they can visit. Well, you you can look in Facebook, Bolander Horse Park, Mark Bolander, Lee Bolander. You can look at the website, Bolander Horse Park. Um, you can come here. We're located in Washington State, exactly be, halfway between Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. We have facilities so you can stay on site or you can plug in your RV. You can do whatever. Um, some people have stayed a month. The interns, we're always looking for new interns. We have some openings right now. 
The interns, most of them stay for six months. Some stay for a year. They come from many universities all over the world, actually. Uh, Italy has sent a lot. Germany has sent a lot. Bavaria sent them. Australia sent them. Austria sent them. France has sent them. Finland has sent them. Um, A lot out of Canada. Uh, Columbia, South America, they've come from there. Um, they've come from CSU, Colorado State University. They've come from Stevens University, and I can't remember all the ones in Canada, and then some more back east. Um, so it's it's just oh, and let's see, there's one in Montana, Montana State, I think. So it's just fun to see the kids come and to learn and learn horsemanship, learn how to run a facility, learn how to greet the public. Which, very truthfully, learning how to meet people is more important than anything else they do. I would say some make make it as trainers, and some discover they don't want to be trainers, but they want to run a facility or they want to move into a veterinarian-type service. Um, there's many different aspects to the horse industry, some of the interns, we introduce them to the farriers. They all ride with the farriers, some barefoot farriers, some traditional. We make sure they get to ride with some of the veterinarians. One of my best friends, uh, Dr. Chris Affeld, is a veterinarian, so they'll ride around with them and learn stuff. Uh, and they have, they get a well-rounded picture. They learn what first impression when you drive into a facility is and you never get a second impression you get a first impression uh or the lawns mowed or the hedges trimmed or the is things picked up is there horse manure in the driveway or is it picked up you know or the horses groomed are they clean you know is the great room clean is the veterinarian area of the barn is that ready to go in case of emergency so they they learn all that and learn how you feed a horse believe it or not there's a lot of a lot of interesting opinions based on little, very little fact out there in the horse world from supplements yeah. to grain to hay. And so yeah. we try to give them a well-balanced. And I do have to admit in college, uh, in animal science classes, I did sleep a little bit during feeds and feeding under the equine <laughs> part of it. <laughs> I probably can't remember all my balancing formulas for digestible protein and non-digestible protein and fat oh, and protein and everything else and liposine and all them. You know, I probably can't remember all that, but we dig out the books and we try to give a well rounded and then Perina comes out with their people off and they'll meet with the interns and, and help them out. And that, that's really, that's a nice service Perina uh, does for facilities and, and kind of helps out on kind of helps that's out great. on the education of these people. And then it's, I don't know, there's so many things the interns learn some of the interns have a very strong equine background, and some of the interns, they put the saddle on backwards. Oh, my uh, goodness. It's from A to Z. We have interns. They, you know, we don't always accept people that have no equine background, but for some reason, every once in a while, we accept one. And uh, it's really a little bit amusing at first, but it's amazing how they get in and learn. And, I would and so. the love, the love of the horse <laughs> overcomes a lot of things. It's kind of like uh, 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 love overcomes a lot of sins. 
Well, <laughs> the love of a horse overcomes a lot of a lack of a lot of knowledge, and oh, we've gotcha. seen some people with a lot of knowledge but don't have a lot of love, and they're just not the best horsemen. So yeah. it's really fun to see the interns progress. Uh, it, it is fun. It's, it's enjoyable for my. I think my wife said we've had close to a hundred interns now come through the farm. Wow! 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 Well, and some that of them barely is... speak English, but they speak horse. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, Mark Bolander, time to be with us today, and uh, and we look forward to having you as part of the Mustang Heritage Foundation family and on the board of trustees there. And uh, Mary Kay and I both were talking about this fact spent some time with you and Lee next summer. So we look forward yep, to my wife and I are looking trip. forward to spending some time with you. My wife absolutely loves Mary Kay and her voice. She follows her music and uh uh she's just she's really excited to to meet you guys in person and and spend time with you. So we look forward well, to that too, Gary. Look forward to it. Well thanks Mark. Appreciate you being here. I am going to attempt to try as we close out this segment of the show and lord knows we don't know if we will but mark bolander we'll talk to you next week at the board meeting thank you you very much okay bye-bye my palomino pony my perfect pal he win his win he sees me he knows i'm his gal I whisper in his ear, we look up in harmony. Yeah, my Palomino pony and me. Oh, my Palomino pony, he's my faithful friend. He never lets me down, he stays with me till the end. No matter what I ask, he answers willingly. Yeah, my Palomino pony and me. Some ponies paw impatiently, some never leave the gate. Because they quit before they start. And then there's those that have no rate. But when you get a pony who times up just right with you, then you can sing a song like this because you will have one too. My Palomino pony is my perfect pal. He win his win, he sees me, he knows I'm his guy. I whisper in his ear and we hook up in harmony. My Palomino pony and me. Oh, here we go. is heavenly, not every cayuse cool. In fact, some blowing rollers should be sent back to school. And when your pony graduates with a bridal PhD, you'll understand my song and you can sing along with me. My Palomino pony, my perfect pal, he wins when he sees me, he knows I'm his gal. I whisper in his ear and we hook up in harmony, yeah, my Palomino pony and me, oh yeah. My Palomino pony, he's my faithful friend, and he never lets me down, he stays with me till the end. No matter what I ask, he answers willingly, my Palomino pony and me, yeah. My Palomino pony, oh, I call him Sonny. My Palomino Pony, I 
my pet pony, Almeida Bradshaw. Uh, doggone it, Bobby. What a show this has been, huh? <laughs> well, you know, like I said before, it's live, and there are lots of great, you know, it'll become a podcast. We'll have a link so you can always listen to it. But um, there is still something to say about live versus, you know, a program that gets recorded and edited and so forth. There's just something live. It's just fabulous to be live, technical problems or not. <laughs> well, it's live, and it's technical problems. So anyway, it's been hilarious <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to work through all of these different issues today on the show. But Kristen Harris, I love that girl to death, and uh, mm-hmm. such a such a talented, sweet young lady. And uh, we appreciate her being patient and joining us on the show for the Campfire Cafe. And then Mark Bolander uh, was great to have him visit. I, he was kind of wound up today, though. I think you know. He was, yeah, he. Yeah, he. Yes, we love guests that are wound up. That's really great. We do, we do. <laughs> but anyway, Mark's a good guy, and uh, Bolander Horse Park out in Washington, and uh, uh, his wife Lee is just super as well. So we appreciate Mark taking time. Got Mark Bolander Horse Park and. Uh, mountain trail and how that works. To look at some of that, and also check me and Bowling the Horse Park on Facebook, and I think they've got some video there as well. So we've got the um, Mustang Magic is taking place this week in conjunction with the Fort Worth uh, Stock Show and Rodeo that's going on in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, that actually starts today and ends with the finale on Saturday evening. So we'd encourage to get out there for that and uh, and check out the Mustang Magic event. By the time it all ends up, you with some of those Mustangs and give them a great home. But uh, what people are doing with those horses in 100 days is absolutely amazing. Also, in another event that, and we've had them on every year, but I, for some reason, forgot about getting them to be part of the show this year, and that is Art of the Cowgirl, Bobby, and that's taking place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's taking place right now in Arizona, and um, is that Queen City? I think is is where that is. But uh, our good friends Joni and Olivia Harms are going to be out there doing some uh, music classes and some writing classes. A great event that Tammy Pate puts on, and that's going on right now in Arizona as well. And uh, so that's kind of all the plugs that I've got right now. Um, <laughs> what What have you got for us, Miss Bell? Well, um, you know, we have this radio show that Jim and I do together on Thursday night. It's called Rendezvous with a Writer, and it's great fun. We read a book a week, and we interview the um, author. And it's been all about Johnny Cash this last week. Um, We're very excited tonight. We'll be chatting with the editor of a brand-new book, Cash on Cash, um, all uh, in Johnny's own words through interviews that um, Robert has, as the editor, that he has found interviews that have 
really never seen the light of day before or very limited, and it's been a fascinating read. Uh, I've been listening to Johnny Cash music um, all week, discovering that I have a pretty lean library of Johnny Cash music and wanting to increase that. Um, And we did talk to Robert Tuesday night to do a pre-interview conversation, and, and we were just... He was just sharing even more Johnny Cash stories, um, things that were in interviews that maybe he didn't put into the book. And and um, we were laughing over some of the amazing stories that are told in this book um, about Bob Dylan and Chris Christopherson and just all kind. It's just fascinating, fabulous book, Cash on Cash. And we're looking forward to that tonight. So well, John Carter, <laughs> John Carter, uh, Cash. Was uh-huh. on yeah. uh, Coffee Country and Cody. I think it was last week, and and there's a documentary that's just being done about uh, Johnny Cash, and of course uh-huh. uh, uh, John Carter's wife, uh, Anna mm-hmm. Christina, has been on the show a couple of times. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she has. Uh, always yeah. enjoying her and sharing her great music, but uh, that should be a great show that you've got lined up there as well. So pretty exciting mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about radio shows. We have a new show that's uh, part of the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network family, and that is live from Nashville, and that will be airing this Saturday at noon. And uh, and our guests for that particular show are Jared Rogerson and Sarah Pierce. And so uh, I, you bet Sarah, I think, didn't you? At uh, oh yes, and I. Yes, and I've been playing her music on the Out West Hour since um, we got back from Albuquerque. Met her and, and of course, her husband, uh, Meryl Bergante, and um, looking forward to hearing the interview that, you're, that you've that you got well, lined up for it, Saturday. It, it was a lot of fun uh, visiting with uh, Jared, and, and uh, it should be a lot of fun for folks to listen to that. But that's uh, noon Saturday, live from Nashville. So uh, Mary Kay is hosting that with me, and so uh, kind of fun to have her be part of the radio family. You know, she's been a guest for so many years, but it's kind of fun to have her as part of the radio family and uh, expose her to this. It's a lot different being a guest and being a host, you know? Oh, yes. And, And I'd much rather be a host than be a guest. I totally. too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's totally different, but anyway. Well, listen. It has been fun. It has been interesting. I don't know what the technical problems are, but we will find out and get all of those things straightened out before next week. But uh, but it's been a lot of fun, Bobby, having you on as always. And uh, man, it's just for the last couple of weeks, it's been just really strange navigate through this technical <laughs> stuff but um, hopefully we'll make it but anyway we're going to encourage everybody to join us again next thursday for the campfire cafe in middle of america we've got great shows that are lined up for the rest of the year and uh and, and a lot of great guests a lot of great conversation and with any luck at all we'll have a closing song from mickey Furman called what a moon but do you have any closing thoughts for us before we go away today? I- I do. Johnny Cash sends us off this week with this thought. All your life, you will be faced with a choice. You can choose love or hate. I choose love.
He was quite a guy. He was quite a guy, Johnny Cash. Well, that's all for today on the Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America, and let's cross our fingers and see if we can get this done. have all gone to bed I'm fluffed and buffed and ready for some fun Park the truck at Sully's Ranch Looks like they're about to start to dance Across the crowd I see my sweet someone What a moon What a Texas sky full of stars What a cowboy That I've got here in my arms What a way Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.